0: Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle,
1: yeah!
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the show where we watch and review all the DCOMs you know and love, and all the ones you don't. I am your host, Brandon Lamudo, and as always, I am joined by all of my lovely co-hosts. Let's go around the room. On my left, I have the lovely Brennan Banta. Hi, friends. Next to her, we have our co-host and sound engineer, sound connoisseur, Mr. Ryan Matz. Hi. We also have our third co-host, Mr. James Lettiri.
2: Rest in peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we have a wonderful guest today. They are a poet. Uh, They are a brother of a good friend of mine, and they are an all-around wonderful person. Please welcome Otto Vock. So happy to be here. So excited to talk about The Whipping Boy. (laughs) Oh, man. The Whipping Boy is going to be a lot of fun. But first, everybody should know who you are and where they can find your work. Mm, Uh, They are a poet. You Uh, you can find their work on uh, Facebook at Otto Vock Poetry. You could also find it on a website. A ton of feelings. That's O T T O N dot of dot feelings. That's my uh, that's my Instagram handle. Oh, it's your, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apolo- that makes a lot more sense. So <laughs> on Facebook
1: and on Insta. Otto is also my future sibling-in-law.
3: Oh my god! Not officially, oh my god. not officially, but Ooh. like,
1: love Very you, exciting. boo. Love you too. <laughs> All right, so yes, as we
0: already said, today we are talking about The Whipping Boy. The Whipping Boy is a 1994 Disney Channel premiere. Now, this is the first Disney Channel premiere that we've done on here, so I'll give a little context. Um... 1997 was when Disney started using Disney Channel Original Movie, or DCOM, and there's about a hundred of those, and you're familiar with all of those. The ones that you aren't familiar with came before that, and they were called Disney Channel Premieres. They're a lot more uh, out of left field. It was. I feel like this was. I describe it as like the the Wild West of the Disney Channel movie era. It's a real mixed bag of what you're going to get, and we chose this one. Basically on title alone. It's called The Whipping Boy, and it's a Disney Channel movie.
1: Isn't it actually called Prince Brat and the Whipping Boy? Yes, the American American
0: release is Prince Brat and the Whipping Boy. Um, But I think anywhere else, it's just The Whipping Boy. But uh, yeah, that's that's the movie. Um, I'll give a quick overview of the plot. Jemmy is a sharp witted, wisecracking street orphan, making a living catching rats to provide for himself and his sister Annie Rose. Prince Horace is a pompous brat who causes trouble for his father, the king, at every turn. And when Jemmy is forced in the, into the position of being the prince's whipping boy, which is exactly what it sounds like, <laughs> the two end up on a <laughs> the two end up on a haphazard adventure that forces them to work together to survive. And they end up learning something about each other along the way. That's a great summary, dude. Thank you. That was you. really yeah. well done, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, before we get into our review, uh, we're called the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel for a reason. Uh, we have our chief mixologist, that's James, and he made us a wonderful, really good drink for this episode. Uh, why don't
2: you tell us about this drink? I've never been called a mixologist before. <laughs> well, you better get used to it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this drink is, uh, it's basically a Shandy, but instead of, sorry, not instead of. So, this drink is a Shandy. It's lemonade and vodka, to booze it up a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then uh, a nice light lager. I'm using Narragansett. Gansey. And then, on top of that, uh, because we were medieval, uh, and to be true to the the time period I threw a little bit of mead in there and I was really, really worried about how it was gonna come out, but it turns out it's pretty good. And I call it the old Georgie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love it. You're not gonna call it the whipping boy? I it feel could like be the whipping boy, boy. When,
2: yeah. when I was thinking about
4: drinks, people. I was like maybe he'll just bring gravel in a <laughs> in a cup for everyone. I was trying just to like find like a way
2: to work with rats. From a river.
4: Yeah. Just like straight gin. <laughs> <laughs> something, something hurtful.
0: It would have fit the bitterness of being a, a street urchin who hunts rats for a living. Yeah, but kid all right, made but, it look good though. He yeah. he mm-hmm. like
3: had a charm the whole time. with, oh, that, yeah. with those
0: rats. Oh yeah. So so just just to start off, I have what what might be a hot take. I'm not really sure of the movies that we've watched so far on this podcast. That's the Luck of the Irish, Alley Cat Strike, and this one, The Whipping Boy. I liked this one the most. Oh, we're, Same. we're, we're yeah. jumping to the end? No, 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 no. We're not jumping to the end. We haven't rated it
4: yet. Oh, okay. That's but, a good but,
0: point. But th- this was a pleasant surprise to me. It was I a agree. really pleasant surprise. I like this one the best. I, yeah, I found this like... one
2: hard to ironically make fun of. I, I yeah.
0: know, but uh, we still have plenty to say. Um, uh, I guess we'll start. Um, he is Jemmy from The Streets, as they call him. Not to be confused with Jenny from The Block.
1: I thought his name was Jimmy.
0: Yeah, well, I did it's, too. It's Jemmy. I know. I, J-E- l- I watched the credits. Oh. J-E-M-M-Y. I, I was just the... going to call him the whipping boy the entire time, <laughs> so you can thank al- you for that. You can also call him that if you want.
1: We've um, done worse on this <clears> podcast.
0: But yes, Jemmy from the streets. He catches rats. And I guess he. I guess he's really good at it. And I guess everyone just needs rats. So we, we've established that Blind George, who, spoiler alert, is not blind. <laughs> <laughs> He needs the rats because he runs a sort of doggy gladiator event where people love to chant "more rats, more rats." That
2: was one of my favorite lines from
0: the yeah, movie. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna more be rats. chanting. I'm gonna be chanting that in the streets every weekend for years to come. But also. The prince seemed to
1: really want those rats.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Why does the prince want the rats? We never established that.
0: No. I, I think I think Jemmy is just so exceptional at his job that he gets prime A1 rat. Kobe Beef rats. <laughs> <laughs> they are just primo stuff.
3: Nice. Of the crop. With
2: that. <laughs> Everybody needs these rats.
3: Creme de la creme. He
2: actually sells them as he's, he's like These can beat your dogs. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like these are tough rats. I know. He's pre- he's a pretty shrewd businessman he too. Is. Like
0: like it's like Blind George is trying to play coy like oh I don't need your rats. But oh then everyone oh, starts chanting rats, more, rats, more, more rats, more rats, rats mm. more.
1: That was a really good Blind George impression by the way. Oh was it? He sounds exactly like Tom Waits and <laughs> yes. you sounded like Tom uh-huh. Waits there.
0: He does, doesn't he? Blind George is a very interesting character, but I've got more to say about him later. Um what I one thing that really intrigued me about Jemmy is that um at one so he's an orphan, he and his sister they are both orphans. they live on the street rest until in peace he, to their parents rest in peace, as they say <laughs> a thousand times um, but you know he jemmy talks about his mom all the time that she, she you know she taught him how to read, rest in peace, she was a wonderful woman, rest in peace. The only thing we get about his father is that uh, and it's from blind George he was quote um the king of the rat catchers that no rest in peace just that's all that's what he did (laughs) he was the king of the king of the rat catchers (laughs) i I, did did he provide for his family just by catching rats did the mother do something well i mean like Jimmy must have gotten some kind of
3: role model figure because he's so confident like at the beginning of the movie he's like i got these rats you know come along we're gonna get this money oh i'm gonna get us some rent we're gonna live yeah in this spot
4: he really stepped I'm up i'm gonna get some
3: better views uh, you
4: know? oh yeah that was cute yeah, i yeah. loved the, the relationship between jemmy and his sister particularly yeah. in their first house the um,
2: scene where they rent the room i legitimately got emotional i know, I know this is extremely sweet
4: yeah. right he really stepped up to take care of this little girl
2: even yeah. if it wasn't a like hooker eight. motel yeah
0: interestingly enough <laughs> Is, was that implied <laughs> I thought it was, Maybe I, I mean was <laughs> <to> <laughs> it that was actually news to me and it's interesting that you had that a right house in. of ill the, repute the woman Thank who you. ran it did kind of seem pretty illicit like well she <laughs> stole the money yes. well she, she sucks. Sucks. yeah I was so angry at her when she took the money I was like really dude? I really I wanted to see her get her just desserts but she yeah. just faded away she faded away yeah
4: God would she say God helps those who help themselves yes. yeah mm-hmm. mm. yeah not cool logic God That's what people whole say
0: that's, yeah. what <laughs> That's what I was supposed to say. The worst. Um, and then we get, and then we have Prince Horace who, mm-hmm. in my opinion, did a stellar job of just being the most despicable little dipshit that has ever graced the screen of Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he, he apparently he didn't really act in anything. The uh, Truman Monroe you was could tell. Jimmy, Nick Knight was Prince Horace and Karen Salt was was the youngest sister, Annie Rose. Those names, by the way. I like that Nick Knight was a prince, you know, he was mm-hmm. almost born into the role. But yeah, I mean, he I, I hated I hated the prince the whole time. And he did great. It's like how you hate. Um, it's like how you hate Prince Joffrey and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you could tell they're doing something right if you, if you really just hate this person. He was right. really
2: successful, not to jump ahead, but I wrote in my notes later, it was an, over an hour into the movie, and he was still the worst. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yeah, I never got on his side. He was no. a twit. That's the only word.
2: No, <laughs> absolutely.
0: And he never like figured out the plan at all. Like when Jemmy's like, I, I got this, you know, to to those like scoundrels, the scalawags, um, oh, what are they called? Hold your nose, Billy, and cut water. Um <laughs> Jemmy tells him, like, no, I got a plan. We're gonna be okay. Just follow my lead. And he's like, "No, I'm the prince." Also, I those five minutes into the movie, I thought those accents were gonna be the death of me. Just because I very, said that too.
2: Very strong. cockney like, accents. I was gonna say they're
4: Cockney accents. They're mm-hmm. like you know like trash British people accents.
2: <laughs> but they also in the first scene, Jemmy and Annie Rose's mouths were clearly ADR'd. They oh, yeah. definitely oh. didn't nail. The accent, the whole movie. I don't know if they're actually... I don't know their their background at all, but they did not nail... Either the sound or the accent. My guess is the accent. So most
0: of these actors are British. The kids okay. are all British. Okay. Um, uh, Vincent Schiavelli, who is Cutwater, and Kevin mm-hmm. Conway, who is Hold Your Nose Billy, they are not. Um, I, oh. I, I,
4: none of their accents really matched, though. At least <laughs> at least the workers <laughs> yeah. in the castle. It was kind of like, I was getting an Amadeus feel. <laughs> I don't know when the yeah. last time you saw that movie was, but none of their accents. Like, people have English accents, American accents. Old time, new time.
2: Cutwater has an Irish accent for some reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm
4: like, it's not easy to travel. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they would have had it would have taken 40 years. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
0: I don't think the kids are going to notice, thankfully. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, so we've So we've, we've got the basic premise. There's Jemmy the street urchin and Prince Horace the brat, and he causes all sorts of problems for his father, the king, who goes unnamed other than just king. The king. king. The king. Um, he embarrasses the king during an, a meeting of diplomacy uh, in a wonderful scene where Prince Horace somehow gets replaces all of the, the food to be served at the grand feast with rats. And that scene had every rat trope you've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. got the woman who screams and faints twice. Uh, it's got the chef who like grabs his hat and throws it on the ground like, ah.
1: They're gonna cut my head off. Mm-hmm. People it,
0: getting on chairs. Yeah, it's it, it's truly got everything that a that a rat scene should have.
4: I miss fainting people.
0: Yeah, like yeah.
4: we need more fainting couches just to encourage it.
3: Fainting people two K eighteen.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's,
0: it's time we're bringing it back.
3: I I feel like when I saw that scene, the first thing I thought it was like, who didn't check that boy? Like, how do like six people holding three different platters not realize like. There's something moving under here. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. odd. Where
4: did the food go? It's not like they have oh, trash where did cans. The food
0: go? Great question.
3: Like I bet food Horace, waste is a
2: huge issue. He had to Yo, simultaneously, so. re- simultaneously le- replace all the platters of food he, for this to work. He, he wasn't alone in this. This was an inside no. job. This goes all the way to the
3: top. <laughs> so like, the chef
0: was like, yeah, I'm going to put rats on this. I want a war. <laughs> like, that would have been, oh, man, behind the scenes, Horace like, goes up to the chef and is like, hey, I know you hate my dad. Let's fuck with him.
1: I, was like, I know you're loyal to my cousin, Philip. <laughs> yeah, so he almost started a war, Horace. Yeah.
3: Okay, that's something I thought about, too, is how self-destructive Horace is mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie. Like, He wants to spend more time with his dad, and the way he goes about doing that is making all of his dad's
0: work for naught, so he has to work more. <laughs> like He has no concept of consequences, just none at all.
1: It seems like he really just wants to get Jimmy's ass whipped. Oh yeah, yeah. He takes real pleasure in
2: that to mm-hmm. an insane degree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
0: if anybody's wondering, because this is the, this is the best time to bring it up, anyway, uh, I looked up the historical context of a whipping boy and if it's real or if it's not, because this is based on a 1987 book by Sid Fleischman called "A Whipping Boy," and it's basically it, it's very true to the book from what I'm able to tell, um, but there really is no concrete evidence of a whipping boy being a real thing. There's some, there's some accounts about certain Royal Royal families from scattered all across the globe, across many centuries, uh, England, China, Persia from like the 12th to like the 18th century of just like stories about a whipping boy. But the thing about the whipping boy is that it had to be the prince's friend, because then the prince would feel oh. bad, like, oh, shit, I, oh. I got my friend to get whipped. That's, that, I shouldn't do that again. But instead, they just kind of <laughs> scoop up some street rat, and they're like, hey, let's whip this kid. We're going to beat you up. <laughs> the, the king's thought process is really bad, because he, he, he's thinking, oh, my son is acting out. I should let him watch a child get whipped. Mm-hmm. That will turn him into shape. Yeah, I think another thing I was thinking
3: about is the amount of like the lack of adult conscious, like consciousness, like wow things. Like at the first scene when the whipping boy or no, sorry, when Prince Horace is like going through the streets, splashing water, which I also assume is like poop and piss. Like that's what yeah. that was in the medieval times. Oh, yeah. When he stops and is like, get that random boy we've just crossed. And the adult human is like. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. The guy chases him. It's the guy's like, like yeah. he doesn't even question it. That's
3: totally what I should do.
1: I'll <laughs> listen to the prince. I'll ch- I'll chase. This yeah. Kid. Like this and kid not be like. Rat um. Sash. Actually,
3: like we have a, a time to meet. I, I'm sorry. You really. <laughs> this is very silly. Your your father's not gonna like. We're gonna go. Like
0: no, none of that. He he had he had clout. The boy had clout.
3: He
1: so, did have clout. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard that fable or whatever it is before. You know where it's got to be the prince's friend that mm-hmm. gets whipped. And that brings me back to the line that says um, from Prince Horace. He says a prince doesn't need friends.
3: Wait, totally what does he bis- say that?
1: He said that, right? Uh, yeah. He no, did. no, no. I'm just like, w- what part of the movie? Because like that's Pretty so interesting. On, like after they got the whipping boy, I think. Damn. Yeah. Which that's totally, like a,
0: such a, and it totally glosses over the point of the whipping boy. So I'm, I'm, I maybe, maybe the fact that you had to whip your friend was too. Too dismal for a Disney Channel movie. Well, you can't Who rip,
4: knows? you can't whip a rat.
0: Mm. That's right. I true. I think
4: those
3: are. Yeah. What can't about you, the rats? Can't... Hashtag rats whipping boy. Oh man, those rats—they live the life, though. You think so?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, other
3: than before other they than get murdered by they dogs. Get murdered,
0: before they get murdered by dogs, they they own the 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 sewers. They know what they're doing. I want. And they get drunk.
4: I want a hungover gal to bear the (laughs) responsibilities of my hangovers.
0: (laughs) That would be nice. Just a surrogate so that you don't
4: have
1: to worry about that. She has to go puke for you. I mean,
4: if people (laughs) can go to jail for other people, I don't know why can't I have this one? Or get
1: spanked for other
0: people. On the Mm. topic of jail...
2: Let's talk about how Annie Rose goes to oh jail for God. three years. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's merciless. They sent a child to jail for not for, stealing a handkerchief.
4: Well, yeah, for stealing a handkerchief and, like, giving it. She was like, excuse me.
2: This is your
3: I'm gonna announce the fact that I have this item. (laughs) The
2: true villain of this movie is
1: that man. Oh, yeah. He calls her a gutter snipe. Yes. First of all, which seems like a very strong term.
3: Solid insult. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to say that now, somebody would really be angry at
1: me. It's like that's not PC. I'm gonna say that to people if they fuck with me on the subway. I would be confused. Don't touch me, you gutter snipe. (laughs) snipe.
0: (laughs) And we are all in the gutter on the subway, so that's That's a good description. But yeah, they established that the the prison is for murderers and thieves. And I think that the guy the guy before Annie Rose, he gets four years. I don't remember what it was for. But he probably then she, killed somebody. He, yeah, if if he killed someone and got four years, she stole she allegedly stole a handkerchief, got three years. Hey, but that was a stand up
3: citizen that she stole. Stole the uh, handkerchief oh, yeah. from. A that was an interesting read. like dynamic. Is mm-hmm. like this is a stand-up citizen. Who the fuck are you? Well, Yuck. the only
2: reason she interacted with that man is because she got a, let- a letter from Jemmy. Mm-hmm. Who can write, by the way. Who can write. He, his mother taught him. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. His, rest <laughs> in peace. He, he demonstrates that he can write by writing the alphabet with the teacher in the castle who's supposed to be Horace's teacher, and Horace just doesn't want to do- go to class. But what the teacher says when Jemmy starts to write is, you do know your alphabet. Here, let me show you how to put those in the right order. You can write a letter. That's not how writing works.
0: Yeah,
3: or maybe like, he works. just wrote
2: the letter for him. <laughs> Which Dear would Annie Rose,
3: A, B,
0: C, D, E, F, G. But yeah, so he learned from his mom, I guess. What did yeah, he his says mom that. do? So the dad was king uh, of the she rat died. catchers. That was
2: what she did. Rest in peace.
0: Rest in peace. <laughs> and that's how she learned. <laughs> she
2: learned, so they killed her. Yeah, no, the, she was an educated woman who went on to marry the king of the rat catchers. Yeah. So it's a real, not even Romeo and Juliet, it's just Romeo and the rat catcher. <laughs> Juliet and the rat okay. catcher.
0: A True, true Starcross yeah. lovers. Um, so yeah, um, he's the whipping boy, um, he gets tutored and then, uh, his sister gets arrested and he's trying to get out and find her. And then that that cue the cue the oh uh, I need you you need me between the whipping boy and Prince Horace and they both sneak out in in classic two boys dressing up as an adult style. I love oh, that. Oh yeah, that, that was, was a great brilliant. Moment. Yeah. As as soon as I saw the one horse riding up in the dark, I was like, oh man, it's a classic Vincent Adultman scenario. This is very exciting.
1: I wrote, how did they literally do two kids in a trench coat? I, me too. <laughs> I work said, two kids in a trench coat, classic. <laughs>
0: Yo, the, these like 21st century kids sneaking into movies aren't planning well enough. They could sneak out of a castle. They could huh. probably sneak yeah. into a castle. I'm wondering if like if this is the movie it came from. Like, I what would if this was? So. What if this was like?
3: Oh yes, Prince Horace and Jemmy <laughs> snuck out that way. Yeah. What if we did that in this new
0: sequel Disney Channel show? <laughs> a classic trope established by the Whipping
2: Boy,
4: the novel. He had to invent a trench coat for medieval times just to get on.
0: That's
2: true.
3: That's
2: 100% (laughs) true. Speaking of inventing, when Jemmy is with the teacher, he seems to invent the plane. Mm,
4: Yeah. Yeah. And also it doesn't fly. And he goes, look, it's flying. (laughs) Falling (laughs) is not flying.
2: Yeah, that was really funny. Falling
0: slowly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after all, Douglas Adams did define flying as falling towards the ground and missing. Oh, hmm.
2: he he was dead miss, on.
1: He was dead on hitting the ground.
0: It just missed. It just took a long time to miss. So and that's nearly that's hit steps. his own
4: goddamn sister.
1: <laughs> How? She's there. How is she there? I don't She's
4: going it. to jail.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and Her
1: she happens to be right lingering. outside oh, that and
3: window. She, like, also reaches for it, and the guard is like, "No, <laughs> no
2: <laughs> you no, can't no. have that. None You're gonna that. steal
4: it and then give it back."
2: So not yeah. only did right. their mom teach Jemmy at least. Maybe Annie Rose to read. We don't know. She can't read mm-hmm. because she needs someone else to read. Right. But she did teach them both not to lie. Mm-hmm. That's why Annie Rose gets in trouble, is because she won't admit to lying. She won't admit to stealing the handkerchief because that would be a lie.
0: Even if she did, though, she'd still get three years. She's not working yeah, the system. True.
2: No.
3: No. She
4: She's could have had 30 days system. if she just. Kissed up a little,
3: (laughs) hiked up her skirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, the one thing about Annie Rose is that I felt I thought she was a very independent character, given Mm -hmm. every single like context she was put into. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, this is not what's going on. This is who I am, and like, uh, also earlier when uh, Jemmy is like, we only sell rats, and she's like, I have these flowers. We can sell it to this other person. He's like, no, forget it. But she's like throughout that movie is trying to be an independent person,
0: which I, I really appreciated.
3: Um, yeah.
1: She goes I, out and tries to get someone to read the letter for her. Right. Yeah. and I love
0: how quickly she figures out that blind George can't read. And George. Oh, I <laughs> love that scene. George's line, which is fantastic. She asks him to she asked him to read this letter that was written. And he, go, and he looks at it and, and he scoffs, goes <laughs> writing. No good <laughs> can ever
2: come of it. <laughs> Amazing.
0: And she immediately knows, like, you can't read. And he lies about it constantly. He Fakes reading the letter. And she's oh, I went like, out to see.
2: That's you when it's can't. revealed his good eye is under the eye patch. Yeah. Right. And he's actually, not blind. Fa- so
0: uh, my fiance actually told me an interesting factoid about that. Um, I, I believe it's a f- it's it's potentially a fact. I'm going to call it factoid. Basically, means probably a fact. So it's a factoid. Um, the reason that pirates wore that eye patch is not because. They were blinded in one eye in some sort of scalawag fight. But because when they were going down into the lower level of the of the the ship, they it was dark down there, so they'd cover up one eye so that it would be adjusted so that when they got down there, they just lift the eye patch and they could see quickly. Wow! First yeah. place I heard about that was the MythBusters. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: I did know that. What I didn't know is that your lovely fiance watches all these goddamn movies with you. Oh, she does. Oh, and, the and poor I'm girl.
0: So happy that <laughs> she does. And we tend to have the same opinion on most of them, so it works out really well.
3: So this is the one movie I feel like it wasn't torture to, to go through again. I agree. Like, I I walked away being like, wow, these were really charming characters and really. Interesting situations, great dialogue,
4: crazy like, shiny wigs, bad fake mustaches. Wigs,
0: bad mustaches. I thought the
1: production design and the set design and the you know costume design, I thought that it was all really excellent.
0: Well this movie won an award. It Did won it really? the it, it won the nineteen ninety four Cable ACE Award for Best Children's Special Ages Seven and Up. Wow. So they had categories for six. Our demographic. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> so they're they're out in the woods and they encounter all sorts of hijinks. Uh they get kidnapped by Hold Your Nose Billy and Cutwater. Um Actually, this is a good time to state that I really did enjoy the the, the comedy of errors that goes on where you know Hold Your Nose Billy and Cutwater um, they rob the they rob the Prince Philip and his and his artist. They steal that terrible painting Love from it. the artist who is like creepily obsessed with the painting because artists obviously have to be creepily obsessed with their own work. Other than a real artist who's like, I fucking hate my shit. Just, he had another one. Of I'm hoping
2: f- I could sell it for fifty bucks. He had another one of my favorite lines. So Horace plays a prank and cuts the horse's head and his grandma's portrait and switches them, and that's another thing that insults. The artist and King Philip's emissary to leave Mm -hmm. and they're riding in the cart away from uh oh Brattenburg. (laughs) Which which is a type of country, is it?
4: (laughs) Yeah, it's like a checkered British pound cake. I I honestly
0: thought it was Rattenberg and I was very (laughs) excited.
2: Oh, it should have been. Wait, James, what were
3: you saying though?
2: So so they're riding away from Brattenburg and the ruined painting that Horace ruined is sitting in the cart with them. And uh, the emissary asked the artist, why did you take it with me? And he says, the horse is really good. He just loves his job on the horse. That's yeah, the he, only reason he kept it. He says, it's like repairable? Or he's like, yeah. it might be repairable. It might be repairable. The horse yeah. is yeah. really good. And then good.
4: Um, Mr. B and Mr. C are like, when they come and kidnap him, The guy's like, no, not the painting. He like sticks his arm out as if to protect it. Stand Like
3: defending a small like infant child. (laughs) We
4: should. I mean, look, painted portraits of people are so classy. I don't know why there are more of them. I mean, how expensive could it really be?
3: I mean, but probably selfies. The selfie cam has made it so you can look way hotter (laughs) and wait less time. That's That's true.
4: I just think like. Wait, wait, you spend like $700 on a portrait of your family. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Like a painted portrait?
3: That would be worth it. <laughs> That's some boozy st- shit. That's some like old money, I live in Greenwich, Connecticut shit. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love I'm, it.
0: I'm from Long Island. I and one. Instead, what we all do is we put on white button downs and khakis and go to the local beach and mm-hmm. just take pictures like that. Yeah.
1: On the jetty on the, on je- the <laughs> I was I grew up in your guys town and I don't know what that is. Really? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea.
0: Oh man, I've uh, yeah, maybe maybe 10% of of houses on Long Island you walk in and one of those pictures is white button-downs and khakis mm-hmm. on the beach.
4: That is so pure and
0: Gross. Yeah, we yeah. never
2: did it, but I'm familiar with the practice. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but anyway, so back to back to the whipping boy, <laughs> getting away from the terrible <laughs> Long Island. Getting away from Long Island, thankfully. Um, so it, I, I really enjoy how you know, Hold Your Nose Billy and Cutwater they steal the 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 paper and parchment and seal from the 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 delegates, uh, and then they use that to write a letter to say we have the prince and the whipping boy so obviously the king thinks oh my god philip kidnapped my son we're gonna start a war over this Uh, that that was a clever like misunderstanding Mm -hmm. that i was clever i mean most most misunderstandings that you get in the 90s are like they'd be solved by a telephone the the this one was was more like first of all there's no telephones obviously and also it's just the, the series of events yeah. felt natural, Sorry. and it just kind of happened. So I, I, I did enjoy the way that that worked
2: out. Outside of the concept of the whipping boy, the plot of this movie was pretty logical. It really made sense, like, oh, that would be a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. You would think that his son was kidnapped, or, you know, like, the, a lot of it made sense you know yeah. to its credit. Mm-hmm.
3: I think honestly a lot of like the our weird feelings about the whipping boy is probably more of a modern thing than anything else like in the same way that like gay used to just mean happy mm-hmm. and like the whipping boy was like oh yeah of course in medieval times where they would b- hit boys <laughs> right? it just happened. <laughs> yeah it just it was a thing that happened and this is totally normal and not BDSM.
0: It has only been like Forty to fifty years since society's been like, huh? Maybe we shouldn't beat kids. Yeah, my dad got his knuckles broken in Catholic school. Oh Oh my god! God. Oh yeah, my
1: mom went to Catholic school. She said that the nuns would hit her on the hands.
4: Yeah, my dad has a scar from that, from when the metal part of the ruler. Let's all go around the room and talk about how our parents got beat up (laughs) by nuns. The
3: thing about me is that, like, so this movie came out three years before I was born. Okay, so like yeah. I must have just missed the whole like ha-ha, it's cute to beat your children thing. Mm-hmm. Um but the emotional side, mm, like that's still that was still shaky. But you know what I mean.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um so so um the two boys get kidnapped. They're kidnapped by Hold Your Nose Billy and Cutwater, and they escape very easily because Cutwater's just like where they go and he
2: can't run. Some no, he can't.
3: some he Scooby like- Scooby Doo
0: shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and they get away, and... Um...
4: But hold up, because there's a bear. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm a actually A beautiful bear, by I'm the way. impressed that, huge. I'm impressed that they got a real bear for this. Like, I mean, like, I don't know how else you would be able to do it. Special effects were pretty terrible. It's one of my favorite parts
3: of the movie. Yeah. yeah. They Agreed. got a real bear. Though I think the first roar was very fake. I think the first oh, yeah. roar was a puppet. I and I was like, roar. oh, LOL. And then like the next scene there was a real bear, and I was like,
0: okay. According to the book, it's a dancing bear.
3: Yeah. Because mm. the
0: um you know, the owner of the bear The is, gypsy. The yeah, gypsy. the gypsy woman, Betty. Matilda May, who apparently Matilda was Matilda was May. famous enough to be like and featuring in the credits, um, I looked up why that was. Apparently, she's a French actress. She's a dancer. She mm. won some awards in France. She was a babe, but she was the uh, she was featured as an alien vampire in the 1985 sci-fi movie *Life Force*, mm. and sh- known that for being quote terrible. naked for most of her performance.
2: Mm. And that then movie nine is- years later. Well- truly awful she's
4: doing children's movies mm-hmm. so she's typecasted as i think what you're trying to say
1: absolutely yeah, alien vampire <laughs> slash gypsy they're basically the same somebody who would have a dancing bear
0: uh, exactly <laughs> yes
1: that's definitely the overlap
0: between the two of them um but yeah, they. Um, so um, she 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 meets them, she saves them, and then uh, the two boys. They also meet this uh, this dude in the the potato. Uh,
2: the potato guy. The hot potato man. Is Who, I there. really liked
3: his character, by yes. the way. And then there's a romance with the gypsy. I was yeah. like, of course they're both in the woods, and it's potatoes and bears they're meant to be he felt like the most thrown in character i think also in yeah. the whole movie he's I like oh also i'm in love with this bear gypsy <laughs> like
0: <laughs> i don't know what his role is in the book exactly but his two his introductory lines are such a plot device where he's like yeah of course i'll take the cage i gotta save you and then jimmy's just like oh we gotta get him too and they're like of course we gotta <laughs> get him come on let's go that's why the first didn't time you jimmy, say
2: something that's the first time jimmy refers to horace as his friend he says we left a friend behind and he goes Friend. Uh, yep. To himself. They're friends. Friend. Beca- they're friends because they uh, they went fishing
0: shirtless. Oh they yeah. Caught fish. And okay. Horace doesn't.
4: Horace pouts while he's holding fish. And like slapping them together. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know that they're called Trout. <laughs>
3: okay, yeah. I, I do have to admit though that like little montage was like one of the parts of the movies. I was just like grinning like an idiot. It was the whole time. I was expecting I was, like, Queen to play. Where I was like, oh dude, Horace is learning so much. Look at his character develop.
0: Yeah, it was nice.
3: Yeah.
0: They both realized that their moms are both dead. Rest in
3: peace.
1: Oh, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is yeah. another reason I want to make fun of this movie so badly because like it's two boys and they're catching fish, but it's so wholesome. I mean, it I is just really can't wholesome. hate it at all.
3: I know, right? I they... want to
1: shit on it so bad. It's
4: a little Stand By Me, yeah, hanging Definitely. out by yeah. the river.
3: Very, very good. Uh, like
0: analysis, like parallel analysis between the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've we've basically talked about everything but the end of the movie where um, the two boys, you know, they they get back to town oh and they're trying to get home, but here. Uh, Actually, I get, oh, I'm sorry. We got to go back. There's 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 one big thing I need to point out. So the boys escaped, but then Billy and Cutwater find them again. And due to a due to their own idiocy, they end up they go like, oh, we got to whip the the whipping boy, but they whip the prince instead, which leads to the most incompetent person in this whole movie, the patrolman. Mustache patrolman. Mustachioed patrolman who is out trying to find two young boys and comes across two known thieves with two young boys. And he just looks at him and goes, hey, who's that kid? And they're like, oh, nobody. He needs to burp. Like, it was like something like,
3: (laughs) he needs to burp upside down. And the patrolman was like...
1: Course, and he just leaves. Uh, so they have sketches of the kids too because there's these posters all around. And then you know, you'd think that the soldier could have a poster of the kid, and they've got the prince upside down. So those sketches are hilarious, but of course, banning. they'd be
3: like, Do you mind if we see the person who's uh-huh. upside down's face? Of course, to was the poster upside down. Oh, he's burping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that dude with the mustache on his horse, I want to punch him off his horse. Fuck up of the century. Oh, yeah, easily. Of the entire medieval. And why
4: couldn't he grow a mustache for the role?
1: I mean, that mustache
4: was
3: so fake. Whoa, Brennan dragging this costume (laughs) crew. Holy shit.
1: (laughs) The one bad piece of scenery in the whole movie. Agree. Was that mustache.
0: Um, But again, the boys escape and they get to the prison, and obviously, the prison doesn't listen to them. And um, that's when Prince Horace is finally like, okay, fine, I'm the prince. Just let the let the guards know. I'll be mm. okay. Um, and uh, then they are almost kidnapped again. Because Billy and Cutwater, they say, oh, my God, we whipped the prince. L- don't even think about the fact that they kidnapped the prince and was going to yeah. ransom him for however, I don't know, 50 gold pieces. His oh, weight no, in gold.
3: But they hit gold, him like, in the butt.
0: Yeah. They hit
3: him in the butt.
0: That's the bad part. Mm -hmm. Also, we didn't even mention how cut your throat, how, uh, no, sorry, um, hold your nose, Billy, not cut your throat, Billy. (laughs) That's too extreme. (laughs) Hold your nose, Billy is proficient at weighing children to the pound oh, yeah. just by lifting them. I kind of love that. 87 pounds.
2: Yeah.
3: Exactly. And, and we are like, well, let's just stay to 93. It <laughs> <was> 93. <laughs> yeah, it was 93. Yeah. It was just stick For with that. that.
4: Every actor in this movie moonlights as a car- carnival person.
2: Oh, sure. yeah. yeah. All yeah. For sure. Yeah, For guess sure. your weight, Carney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, really, really minor detail, but they're using pounds. Yes. Wouldn't they be using the metric system? I don't know. It, England uh, does well, weird stuff. I think. is it England? It's it's Brandenburg. Where is Brandenburg? Is it Germany? Is it France? All right. Can we go
1: around quick? I say it's England. Otto? Uh,
3: I believe it's on the checkered cake that was mentioned before.
0: Agreed.
2: I say Poland. That's I, random.
0: I I I guess I would say Germany because Brandenburg sounds German. Or I guess uh, what, what, what was the Ottoman Empire thing then? But what I, about the cocky? Oh, yes. this is not. Well, Ottoman it has Empire. To be in English. I don't and, know. I think
3: the the one hit of maybe it being a little bit more Eastern than Western is the the gypsy character, which also is something I felt a little complicated about because gypsy mm-hmm. is now kind of more understood as yeah. like a, a slur, right? And this character is a really interesting independent character. So I was wondering what what is this person who labels themselves as a gypsy doing in the middle of England? Is like my first thought.
4: Hanging out with a bear.
3: Hanging out with a well, also Petunia, right? Yeah, yeah Petunia. A Great beautiful name. bear. Oh, Philip sounded
1: Spanish to me. Philip almost had a little hint of like a Spanish accent. Mm.
2: I thought he sounded like German. Like the painter was definitely Eastern European. I don't know.
0: I, I mean, I'm, I I don't want to necessarily confine this to a child's lens,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but.
0: I think if a kid were looking at this, they would just say, it's medieval. And if you asked a kid, mm-hmm. what country is that? They'd say, medieval. That's true. <laughs> it's the country of Camelot. It's the colonizers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, it's the, just the general imperialists. All Imperialism. Them. Let's mm-hmm. say
4: it's Pangean and move
0: on. Good move. That's fair. Um, so the uh, Billy and Cutwater, they're trying to kidnap these kids again in broad daylight broad through daylight. the city. And the kids geniusly uh, mislead them into the corridor where all the drunk rats live.
3: Was it the The drunk rats or like the big rats? I I read
0: that scene as the big rats live. Probably. But I think he said they were drunk, which may have have just been drunk with power. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Uh, but yeah, um, then the prince shows up again at the castle and he, and then the, the war is called off. Thankfully,
3: also yeah say, also that there's a full grown adult who's like we better like call a war mm-hmm. that my son is disappearing better not like
0: wait it out <laughs> no, i mean to be fair he did say once like let's wait let's let's you know keep peace at mind oh it was the but advisor the,
3: wasn't it right yeah. but then the
0: second time he's like now nah, let's go to war." but that. but then that didn't happen um and then uh and then everything's resolved uh, the 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 girl is the any rose is proclaimed innocent the whipping boy is no longer the whipping boy and they live in the castle as um what's his name as prince horace's best friends are they adopted by the king I'm sure why not it was, i think that was like somewhat what was implied is that like yeah.
3: you are now officially part of the royal yes. family yeah, right? they do say that. yeah
0: yeah um actually and um, something that was left out of the movie. I imagine this was going to be in the movie, but just didn't make it when they started cutting things. Um, in the book, Cutwater and Hold Your Nose Billy escape on a boat that they think is going to get them out of the country, but actually is just going straight to prison. So they <laughs> do actually, Beautiful. you know, get their their uh, their just desserts.
2: I wondered about that because the reason that they want to grab. Horace and Jemmy is that they're going to be in trouble for whipping the prince. And what's implied is that they're going to just kill them to cover up the evidence. Yeah. Right. Rubbing a knife against stone sewer walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so they, they, when they get away at the end, I just assumed, oh, eventually they'll be caught and killed. Apparently, getting eaten by rats is enough of a punishment. <laughs> oh, my to yeah,
0: God. Just, yeah. just
1: touched by rats is a lot. Yeah. Um,. But
0: yeah, that's pretty much the whole movie.
1: I love that the last line, or at least what I felt like was the last line, was Annie Rose going lodgings. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. she was no, very excited. I it think was that's sweet. a
3: really great observation. Was mm-hmm. that like it was all about housing and belonging? I mm. think at the end of the day, it's like everyone wanted to feel like they belonged somewhere that they deserved to feel good in the space that they lived in. Even and Horace. Even yeah, exactly. He was just even a daddy's Horace, boy. All he wanted was developed as a character by having a, a really dialogical relationship with other people when he used to be so isolated. You know, I saw Horace as like a really depressed character for a while, Mm -hmm. um, as somebody who like was isolated and was neglected and, and all these things
1: gets off on getting people in trouble. Yeah.
3: Right. And like all of that is a response to some form of child abuse, you know,
2: (laughs) complicated in the beginning in that he clearly is, Just lashing out because he wants his father's attention, but also he's sadistic in that he's like, "Jemmy, better scream, otherwise I'm just gonna get him punished more." Oh yeah. Also, like,
3: you know, I think there was still I want to believe there was some queer undertones in this. Mm. Is like as a non-binary person, it's like the shirtless fishing, shirtless fishing. Like these boys are having a great time together. Like, you know,
1: it's very a separate piece.
3: It's yeah,
0: (laughs) it's a whole separate (laughs) study. Um maybe the only note I had that didn't come up yet has to do with the poster of the movie. I'm not sure if you've seen it. But it's I it's saw very a snippet of it. It's yeah. very late 80s, early 90s, where you just have the main characters just like photoshopped onto a, a, a scenery, but you have like the three kids in the front, you've got uh Billy and Cutwater on the side, and normally in those types of posters You would have like the villain in like a a weird ethereal like space in the sky, just looking down on them. That happened a lot, Um, and in this one, Blind George occupies that space Uh, as just the the weird floating head in the sky, which doesn't seem to make any sense to me unless he unless he like produced the whole movie. Um, No, he's he's
2: a he's George C. Scott, he's legendary American actor for. Not maybe not even our parents, but our parents' parents' generation. Like he was Patton in the movie Patton. He's was around from like the forties to well beyond this movie.
0: <sighs> okay, that, that makes sense. So
2: he's like the draw of the movie, which is a little bit weird like I bet the poster says featuring George C Scott. But this mm. wasn't
0: even in theaters. <laughs> this yeah, was fair. just on the this Disney on Channel. The and no child is going to be like, "Oh my god, George C Scott." Yeah.
3: So what?
1: I watched the movie for free on YouTube and the title of the YouTube video that I have up on the screen as we're speaking here, it's got George C Scott in the title. Yeah. yeah. So oh, no, good
0: observation. That's 100% yeah. why. I imagine when they were making it they thought it was going to be in theaters and then something happened and Disney was like, "Look, We're going to buy you out. Just give us the movie. We're going to show it on our channel. You don't have to worry about anything. But but also
3: the thing is that like this, this movie, again, I think we mentioned it a little bit earlier was like actually pretty high quality storytelling and that um, award and like it won an award. I, I also was listening to some other podcast or something that was talking about how children's movie have only become children's movies have only become such crap because Like advertising and marketers realize they could actually do that, that like children will still consume like content that's di- directed at young people just because it's said it's directed at young people like, like the, the emoji, movie. Like, emoji movie look at like also like YouTube is now full of tons of child content that's actually just like manipulating children into Jake watching Paul. tons of
1: Jake, exactly Jake Paul pregnant. and God, I,
3: when I was watching this movie I was thinking about, like oh this is a relic of like good storytelling for children still is I that agree. like we still have Ice this kind of standard for like oh well, let's learn about uh, like you know talking About our feelings, about like learning to be with people that are different from us, like XYZ thing.
0: And I feel like it presented the message. In a way that was not heavy-handed. No, the definitely last, not. Luck of the Irish and Aladdin Strike. The last two movies we reviewed were very heavy-handed in their lessons. They they did not even try to present it in a subtle way. They just stated the messages outright. And you're you're absolutely right. It's 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 lazy, and it and it just shows that these people are trying to make. A cheap movie mm. and just put it out there fast.
1: Probably, yeah, exactly. Probably very fast, too. I wonder what the time frame for something like this is. I mean, you know, obviously the production value is super high. Yeah. It's got to have taken like probably almost a year as compared to Alicat Strike, probably took like, mm. you know, 40
0: month. days, six yeah. weeks, or... yeah. 12 minutes. They filmed it all <laughs> filmed in, it in, in an time. amazingly One short take. time. Well, it's a um, book
4: and it feels like it has literary themes so.
0: yeah that, that's a really
3: good observation too. and the author really does
0: the author of the book also wrote the teleplay so it, it makes hmm. sense that it's you know wow well done damn this is a quality film so i think this yeah. is a perfect segue into our review for those of you who don't know we do a very simple review process here thumbs up thumbs down and thumbs sideways if you've got some you know some complications in there Uh, I think we should just go around. I'm happy to start with this movie because I did enjoy it. This is a thumbs up for me. Uh, This is I think this one was good family content. Like this is a movie where I could at any time sit down with with children and be like, this is a good movie. I think you're going to like it. It's fun. You can laugh and you won't hate it. And there's not many kids movies these days where you could honestly tell them, like, you won't hate it. So, yeah. Thumbs up. Let's go around the room. Brandon, what do you think?
4: Yeah, um, I agree. Thumbs up. This is a movie that I think um, a teacher could throw on for two school periods and let the kids watch it and it'd be fine. Definitely not the cartoon crap that we kind of been experiencing with the other Disney Channel original movies. I'm never going to see it again, though. (laughs) <laughs> fair, I don't want to watch this anymore
0: that, that is totally, totally fair. fair we have so many other DCOMs
1: to get through mm. so I've learned my
0: lesson I respect that Ryan, what uh, do you think?
1: I absolutely give it a thumbs up I think I mentioned earlier that I wanted to ironically love it and I wanted to hate it at the same time but you know, it was interesting visually to watch and I could actually see myself watching it again like with some young cousins like you know when I'm your kid's uncle in the future, like when mm-hmm. you're my kid. Everyone's uncle
4: getting in, in on future. Ryan's family.
1: Hell yeah. I just... Uh,
0: Ryan's a good family member to have. Oh, 100%. Like as as the
3: future here. person-in-law? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, and like to kind of build off what you're saying, yeah, I, I give this, this a thumbs up because I thought it was incredibly... Still a good story. I, I think it was just like... Uh, at the bottom line, like what cinema is supposed to do is do good storytelling, watch people develop and grow given new challenges. And make that enjoyable for anyone who has to sit down and watch it. And I think this movie really did do that. Even if there's the silliness of like adults acting like children where like there's that like guard dude who's like, yeah, I'll totally chase a small child (laughs) through the alleyways to go get some rats for you, Horace. I love you or whatever. Um, But, you know, I I thought there was some really interesting things about growth and learning to get along with people and learning to not see people within classes and see people within different, um, levels of, uh, you know, access. And then also in the end, also a, a level of honesty that was really honored and found important. I, I thought like those are all really good morals for people to stick by, especially again for what's the little sister's name again, Annie Rose, Annie Rose. She again is like at the end is like, I didn't do it. It's like I I'm still standing up for myself.
4: Why did you make me organize all that hair in jail? Because I didn't do
3: it. <laughs> exactly. Uh. And like um, again, I, I think also the the female roles in this movie were also still really independent, uh, such as the the gypsy person and literate Rose mom. and the yeah, exactly like everyone was like. I'm doing my goals separate from these men in this space. And I thought that
1: was also really incredible. I think the king said it best. It was a moment of teaching. A yeah. moment of teaching.
0: Damn, James. Otto, your review was great. You, we got to have you more often. Wow, I would <laughs> yeah. love
3: that. You're welcome. I anytime. really appreciate that. Thank you, friends. Of course.
1: So, James, this uh, comes down to you, <laughs> the oh. tiebreaker. <laughs> the tiebreaker. No,
2: huge thumbs up on this movie. Um, I think it's great. Even today, show it, it to kids. Um, the thing with historical movies is they kind of don't age. Think mm. about mm. like like you mentioned Amadeus, or even like a movie like Chinatown. Like because it takes place so far in the past, it doesn't really age. So the story's really good. The characters are great. I think this is. Uh, not a must watch but an easy watch for anybody I think anybody Mm. would get on board with this
0: oh man our first unanimous thumbs up I never thought it would be the whipping boy the whipping boy me neither the
1: BDSM suggested uh title I thought it was gonna be very problematic yeah Yeah, me me too too. yeah
0: jinx Uh. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was fantastic. I'm glad we all got to experience this together. Um, oh, man, the credits are on now, and it says Brian Cox was the costume assistant. Whoa. He's like a real actor. I don't know if that's the same he person. He is. I don't know if it's
2: the same one. Thank you, The Brian. dude in the
0: ring that electrocutes himself in a bathtub.
2: <laughs> I also, met... Dr. Stryker in the X-Men movies?
0: I met Dr. Co- uh, Brian Cox. I worked on The Slap, an eight-part miniseries on NBC, and uh, he was in that and he actually got one of the PAs fired. But to be fair, she was really bad. So was it my okay. roommate?
4: Because I know she worked on that no. with you. No, <laughs> she
0: did. Yes, Haley did work on that Dude. with you, but it wasn't. Um, Drags I, all the way. I will not. I know it wasn't. Her. I will not name her. But she, um, yeah, no, she. He did not like her, and Uma Thurman did not like her, and then she got fired in like the last week of production. Um, wow. But anyway. Um thank you to everybody who is listening. Um, thank you again so much to Otto for joining us. Would you like to plug your poetry outlets again? Poetry outlets, yes. So um again, it was an incredible
3: pleasure. And this is such a fun movie to watch and to discuss with each and every one of you because each of you had such an insightful thing to say. Um, really enjoyed it. And um so uh I'm Otto, I'm a poet. I um intern for project voice. I, I have had a project come out called, uh, a boy pulls out his rib and uses it for lipstick. And you can follow me on a ton of feelings on Instagram. O T T O N dot O F dot feelings. Um, and thank you again for having me. This is really incredible.
0: Our pleasure. A hundred percent. Um, as always, thank you to my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-hosts.
1: Thanks those to three adjectives. Our co host, Brandon. You do a great job of this. I'm happy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> cheers to Brandon, everybody.
1: Our fearless de you're drinking at
3: home, cheers to Brandon. And James, this drink
1: was really oh my God. fucking Oh, good. Man. yeah. Cheers Glad to Brandon. Um,
4: Ryan, the recording was great. Mm hmm. I'll contribute something,
0: Brennan. That's and I looked cute the whole (laughs) time, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was this. That was our episode three. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, Please stay tuned after the episode to hear what we're doing for episode four, whatever movie it is. I know you'll enjoy it. All right, be safe, everybody.
1: Bye bye. Rest in peace. Tune into the next episode of Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, where we discuss Smart House with our good friend Jared Corwin. Love you, baby.